It's that time again, GPS to God, and we are glad that you are back with us on this episode today. We're bringing it back. We're going to do another Bible study, a little bit different than what we <laughs> Not did, as long. did Not with as long. the book of Job, but uh, we'll get into all that in just a hot second. But first, let's welcome you in, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, Daniel Sanders. Hello, hello. You get the three amigos today. We don't need anybody else. And uh, we would have had somebody else if I would have set that up. So I'll go ahead and take the hit on that one. But uh, got a lot of stuff going on. It's been a busy week or two. So I think for everybody around here, but uh, including yep. these guys. For sure. Stories all around that are not going to make the air. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Sign up for that subscription model, and we'll get you in I was about to on say, the good stuff. I'll say happy 4th of July, but happy super late 4th of July, because it'll be like two weeks later. Yeah. But we hope you had a good one. Hope you had yes. a good time. Hope you had a great two, yes. two weeks ago. But like I said, we're going to get back into a Bible study. Oh, check out the Instagram and uh, yeah, mail, that thing. thing. mailroom, gps2guide.com, if you want to reach out to us, all that stuff. But we're going to hop in. Um, we went super long with the book of uh, Job. Right. It was long, though. It, it was mean, a long in book. Fairness. In fairness. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, super long in the length gotcha. of the book. That I we, gotcha. We're shortening it up a little this time. <laughs> we're bringing it from the book of James. Two episodes. You got this week and next week. We're going to wrap it all up in two weeks. But here's the deal. It's going to be... Super fast. We're going to hit a lot of highlights and, of course, give you some great discussion that you could never find anywhere else. But we want you to go check this out for yourself because we're just giving you highlights. This really is like, man, a, a much longer study, even though it's a short book. It's only five chapters and, I mean, really just a couple of pages. Go check it out. It's short, mm. but it is deep. There's a lot to do. You know, you could do like 10 verses a day and stretch it out for a couple of weeks maybe, and mm -hmm. be deep in it all those couple of weeks or how, however long that would take. But that's what, that's what we're doing today, boys. So Do it. Let's do it. Let's get started. Let's go. But the book of James, I guess we need to, you know, just start at the beginning. I, I don't know why we would start anywhere else, but... <laughs> well, I mean, J so James is the author, right? James. Or so we, we say... Right, because yeah. it doesn't, does it specifically James. say who it is, or do we just assume that because it's the book of James, James is the one that wrote it? Because I mean, there's other books that we, you know, that are like that where it's. I think we can answer that question by reading okay. verse number one. I'm just throwing yeah. some questions out there. That's it. James, a servant of God <laughs> and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve twelve tribes in dispersion, greetings. So there it is, right there. James is yeah, indeed I, I knew that, writing that. I know. That's, there were several James. That's a great Just throwing some questions, James intros. James. That was that was a great setup, Ryan. It was. But it was. Uh, yeah, James is the author. I mean, starting right there in the beginning, uh, the twelve tribes in dispersion. So in this time, of course, Jesus had already been crucified, had already been raised from the dead, but the Christians were being heavily persecuted. Uh, and they were scattered out through the world, really, at that time, running, hiding. Uh, it was not safe for them to stay in one place. But that's also how they went to make disciples of all nations yeah. and spread the word of God. You know, one big grandmaster plan here. But uh, he says they're in dispersion because they're in hiding. They're being yeah. heavily persecuted, murdered, martyred, um, you know, all that kind of persecution yeah. that they were facing. Another thing that I read was that it was wrote in Jerusalem, and it was around 45 to 48 A.D. Some other places may may yeah. say it was written instead <laughs> of wrote. But <laughs> whatever, y'all, we're gonna cover every. <laughs> Take my Greenbrier education over here. Greenbrier, Tennessee. Yeah, we're we're gonna speak yeah. to Tennessee to all people as, <laughs> as you know. like to be spoken to. So hey, just some of them, I'm just keeping it real for everyone on here listening. Okay, some of them it was wrote. keeping it real. That some was wrote. Yeah. Yeah. It was wrote or written, depending <laughs> on where you happen to live. But. Mine says uh, it says there were several James, obviously, but uh, it was James, the brother of John, but he died in AD forty four. So this would have been that would have been too early for him to write this. And then there was James, the son of Alphaeus, but 
more than likely it was, it says most likely the writer is James, the brother of Jesus. Bam. So, we're yeah. bringing the heat. So we I just guess, getting I mean, started. Uh, yeah. So I guess we go with that, I guess. Sounds great to me. <laughs> the, uh, but I mean, that, that obviously right at the beginning stuck out to me because it's, they're all scattered out throughout, uh, you know, having to leave Jerusalem and go out into the world in different places. And, right. But that is how the the gospel spread at the same time. So it's always cool to tie things together and see how how it works in the real world, but how that is, you know, God weave that plan through so many things. Mm. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. It's kind of a it's a pretty common Bible verse that a lot of Christians know or have heard. And doesn't really make sense. Count, you know, when you're going through something hard, going through a, a trial in your life, to count it as, as joy. But for for the people in the mo- like, going through this when this was written, that was very real thing. All the stuff they were dealing with of being kicked out of their home, basically their their town, their city, their country. I mean, they were going through some trials, mm-hmm. and for right. them to say. Count it as joy. Like everything you're going through right now, God's using that to make you better. Yeah, and that's that's something that everybody probably struggles with is when you're going through tough times to see the bright side of the things. In the moment especially, the moment. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Before you come out on, on the yep. other side. Yeah. But then he says, try you know, these trials that you go through, uh, testing your faith, they're going to produce steadfastness produce perseverance and you know god is is he's not done with you while you're still on earth he is not done with you so he is making you better uh continually for throughout your entire life the word here that uh was used for testing was a word that silversmiths was used for silversmiths when they were refining silver so they would put silver in a pot and or whatever the correct technical term is for that. I don't know what that would be. But anyway, they put it in a pot, yeah. and uh, they heat it up, melt it down, and the impurities would kind of rise to the top. And so they'd take off the impurities, do it again, heat it up again, until it was totally refined and a pure finished product. And they, could, they would do it until they could see their face, see their reflection in the silver. And that's kind of the same with God. When you're going through these trials, he's testing you. He's helping you grow, um, and he wants to see himself in us. Absolutely. How that? How about that for an analogy? Looks like he wrote it down. I well, <laughs> check out the notes today, man. I got like three pages right here. Three, nice. three and a half. Yeah. Well they, done. They get a little more spaced out at the back on the back end there, but uh, they, you know, pretty pretty full on the front side. <laughs> Did we say we're going to do chapters one? And I think we said two episodes, but we're going to do We said two episodes, but we didn't specify. One and two. One and two. Chapters one and two today, and then next week we'll hit three, four, and five. But please go in and, you know, dive deeper, because this this is, man, it's jam-packed. But we're just going to hit a couple highlights, like we have been. I was watching a video on this study and and, uh, getting a couple notes and stuff. Uh, Some may call that cheating but i call it just uh you know spreading good ideas it was resources resources there we go but one of the things said about uh, verse number four was god wants to make us holy not happy so we're you know sometimes going through trials and we don't understand why why was all this bad stuff or hard stuff happening to me And, and you know it's not about you being happy or us being happy god's making us holy making us more like him all the time. So I thought that was a pretty, right. pretty cool statement. Yeah. There's nowhere in there that says you will always be happy. No. And the other part to that video was he used the analogy of, and this was a Francis Chan talk. I say he, I give him credit, Francis Chan. He was saying that, you know, if you take a cake, the end result is a cake and it's great and it's perfect in its creation. But if you take the baking powder or the eggs or the flour, like you're not happy with those indi- individual ingredients. That's, they may not be good. Yeah. They don't taste good. They don't, you know, they're, 
you wouldn't choose to eat them. But that's not the finished product. That's the trials and the. You ever had a cake with one of those ingredients missing? It's not the greatest. Yeah, I probably have. I don't know if I've had any. I mean, I've had some stuff maybe where like I think there was a time where Don and I were cooking something and we forgot to put an e- the eggs in it or something, and it was like, oh, it looks great, but it tastes awful. Something's missing. Sure enough, no eggs. I think I've had something maybe with like sugar and salt were mixed up, <laughs> uh, or or maybe something where like the baking powder wasn't put in. Yeah, and so like yeah, it's just it mm. doesn't rise up. I think that's what baking powder does. It makes it rise up, right? Anyway, it's it's pretty important. So put it in there. <laughs> yeah. You can tell we're if professional if it, if chefs. It's, if, it's, if it's wrote down on that piece of paper, then you're probably supposed to do it. That's right. Just like in the Bible, it's written down here. Exactly. And we're actually going to talk about some of that here in chapter two, or maybe the end of chapter one. Chapter, uh, sorry, you're probably not going to get into it. Chapter, I sound like you, Ryan. Verse. Do what? Verse, when you started calling... When you were talking about oh. Job, and you kept on saying chapters for verses. Oh, I did, I did that for. I just did the same thing. I laughed, I laughed at you during Job, so that's that's, that's how it goes. It comes back around. Uh, just what it gets in, like I got verses six through eight talking about asking. He wants you to ask, but asking and doubting will bring you nothing. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of. I mean, it gets us all the time. Oh, not yes. all. It gets us something. You for know, sure. Don't doubt when you're praying. I, I know I've prayed for stuff. It's like Completely. I'm asking for this, but I don't believe you can do it right. or will do it. Yeah. Right. I've lost right. already. Like yeah. before I even yeah. started, I lost yeah. that. There's no way and I'm getting this, but right. if you could do that for me. Yeah. And I'm not talking about silly things. Like I, I, I don't know if I never have, but I, I don't remember ever praying for like a sports team to win or not, anything yeah. like that. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, sometimes whatever life event or so – I was like, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to ask for this, but I don't think you're going right. to do it. Like you've already – you're doubting God. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's saying. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. After all the things that we've said, Psalm do and everything, I mean, it's easy for us to go back to like take the Israelites when they were on their way through the wilderness and all that and with Moses and – all the things they had seen, the miracles and through the plagues and all that stuff, and then still doubting them. It's easy for us to read that and be like, oh, how could they after all that they've seen? But then we do the exact same thing. We do the exact same exact thing. Same. And, and we have thousands <laughs> of years of examples <laughs> Correct. of that. And we still Correct. do you just, Still the exact same thing. We have all the stories and we're seeing <laughs> yeah, it in person. We're like, yes. still like. All the miracles. And, all right, yeah. let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know I would do the same thing, that, like manna from heaven. It's like, yes. oh, this is great. And then right. After a week, you're like, man, I sure would like a little variety in this. That, you know, it's like <laughs> just ungrateful. Yes. But I, I like what it says here that uh, verse 7, you know, talking about doubting when you pray and all that kind of stuff. Uh, verse number 8, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. <laughs> when When we... <laughs> Have doubt down. when we're praying. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're gonna jump down to verse number ten, uh, talking about don't be deceived. Uh, you know, every good and perfect gift is from above. Another common Bible verse for many Christians. Um, and there's no variation, no shadow. He doesn't change. You know, sometimes when when things are going good for us, it's uh, it may not be a good place for us to be in because we kind of yeah. shift focus away from God. Mm-hmm. And, and now we're in control because everything's great. I don't need any help. And even though every good and perfect gift is from him, sometimes those trials, we're going through them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if, if nothing else, to bring us back to God because, yeah. you know, I think, what was it last week? We are talking about... Uh, uh, Reconciliation mm-hmm. and final is like you know we're we're selfish people we're all we're all selfish and have those moments a lot and yeah. right when, when it's everything's good I got it I'm in control <laughs> he's just sitting up there shaking his head yeah all right get ready to watch what's coming next <laughs> I'll be right here when you need me. But then it does tie it up, but it kind of rolls into verse 12. You know, once we come mm. through 
those tests, that's when we receive the crown of life. <laughs> you know, after we're truly following him, putting our faith in him, mm-hmm. not having those doubts, that's when we get the crown of life. Yeah. Um, and if you love God, you get the reward. But, it, it, you know, if God made everything super great, super easy all the time for everyone, would it make it easier for people to follow him or would it make it easy for people not to follow? I think we would ignore him. I think they'd take it for granted. Which is, no, I agree. No, it's here. It's handed to me. Yeah. I think that there wouldn't be a nothing like a want to draw nearer to him because we you'd have everything that you wanted. So there's, I mean, if you didn't experience like tough times where you had nothing to lean on but him, I mean, I think that that would pull you further away. Yeah. Just my, I mean, no, I comment below. agreed. Comment below. Agreed. Comment below. But <laughs> comment below. I mean, it's like we just said. You know, when things are good, we think we're in control. Yeah. We don't. We don't have sure. a, our our devotion life or prayer life or mm. or whatever might slack off when things yep. are going good because it's, you know, we're not going through those trials. Yep. He kept his notes in the book this time. Remember last time? Yeah, he had, he had the, the he, he, he lost his place and couldn't figure out where yeah, he was. And he wasn't sure if it, which page was <laughs> Page which. one, five, where is it? Oh, yeah, it's in the beginning, on the front page. Yeah. <laughs> I was See, actually... You keep I, in order. I, I like those notes better, but I was out of that paper, so... <laughs> <laughs> I had to use this notebook. One thing we... A lot of us have heard, probably all of us, the three of us have heard, and a lot of listeners as well, is, you know, some people, when they become a Christian and start to follow Jesus, they think uh, their trials are going to go, life's going to be perfect. Trials go away and problems are gone and all that stuff. But that's not at all true. Like we're going to continue to experience those trials, but you deal with it in a different way. And I think we learned, verse 13, let no one say when he's tempted, I'm being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. I should have had Ty Dean here. We had that discussion. <laughs> I'm going to give him a phone call. I did. I did think his name did run through my mind when it when it said that. So interested to see his rebuttal. Yeah. yeah we might have to give him a call. <laughs> Let's just try that right now. You're not even going to prep him. You're just going to. No, I'm going straight into it. I'm going <laughs> to. What up? What's going, What's going on, on, sir? Doing all right. Nothing much. Ty, man, thanks for coming on, buddy. Coming on the podcast out of the blue. We, we're. Yeah, it's just, I mean, did he have a, a choice? Did he have a choice? He had a choice to answer the phone. I know. But, uh, I mean, thank you for not hanging up. He could hang up it. now. Yeah. <laughs> but we're jumping into another study. We're studying the book of James. And there's a verse here that I just want to read you and get your initial thoughts on it. All right. All right. We're in James chapter 1, and this is verse uh, 13. Let, right. let, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get your resources out. I want you to be prepared here. So, I need to be prepared. Oh, yes, well, you do, Ty. Yeah. Yes, you do. Ty. I just want initial. Are thoughts. you sitting down for this? You do, just, Are you, you sitting do. down for this? <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> let let no one say when he is tempted, "I am being tempted by God," for God cannot be tempted with evil, and He Himself tempts no one. He's held on this tie for two months. <laughs> yeah. I bet. <laughs> I, not, not at all. I was reading this today, and I was like, man, I wish Ty was on tonight so we could talk about this. It's like, we can call him. <laughs> Initial thoughts. Any thoughts at all? Out of the blue uh, yeah, at uh, I mean, I mean, 8 o'clock I mean, I, on a Wednesday night. Yeah, that is. It is. That's, I mean, we're getting deep immediately. Maybe I answer the phone not call. even hello. How your week's been? How was your 4th really- of July? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, well, my first initial thoughts is like, I mean, obviously it's the word of God, so it's true, right? I mean, God's not going to tempt anyone with evil. Um, he's not going to uh, cause somebody to sin. Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about our Job conversation. <laughs> well, that, 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 what could have brought that up? <laughs> that did ring a bell in my head when I read this. <laughs> That's, yeah, 
Right. But this so, was, uh, too, to be fair, I don't think any of this was the exact wording that was used for anything. I think it's a little out of context because we were for yeah, sure for talking sure. about some yeah. different elements of what was going on. But it did make me think right. of you, and I, I wanted to just uh, kill a couple well, minutes think, here on this uh, episode. So. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, I don't see any contradiction between what I was saying and what this verse says. Um, I don't think. Obviously, it says right here, God doesn't tempt anyone. He doesn't lure anyone into sin. He doesn't, like, entice them to sin. Um, but he does give people tests. Like, I mean, we're going through Exodus right now in our um, D group, and it's all, all of Exodus is about uh, tests Trials. that God gives the yeah. Israelites. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they choose either to follow him or to not follow him. Um and that's what we're and talking so, about in the book of James as well, going through trials, and yeah. trials create perseverance and, and um, all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. Oh, and then also you were really caught up with the, the headings of the chapters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chapter 1 of mine is testing of your faith. So, I mean, test right there. Yeah, that's what um, it says. So I think, obviously, I don't think he um, tempts people. He does not lure people in, but he still gives them tests and choices to make. And I would say he knows the choices that we're going to make. And some would say he has already set out um, a plan. Um, he knows, like I said, he knows the choice people are going to make. So, I mean, you could argue, well, is he causing people to choose? Like, is he making people choose that? Um, I mean, you have to dive into a lot more verses kind of to... Um, further this discussion but yeah i think just like you said at 8 p.m picking up a phone call i think it's it's right and it doesn't tempt people but i would say he tests people um yeah. and that testing leads to a choice where that choice results in good or evil well you hit the nail on the head we're going to cover a lot of well that said. here well the, said <laughs> the rest of chapter one and chapter two exactly some of the themes you hit on of being lured away and or lured into a decision or not For sure so. For sure. Thanks, man. Thanks for answering the phone. And uh, next time I'll try not to, you know, it'll be for something fun or something. You know. Yeah. I, I, right. I won't blindside yeah. you next time. <laughs> Don't no, believe no, that, Todd. Don't I believe have, that, uh, Todd. Listen, I've been, uh, I've been preparing for whenever we do the podcast on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have. I, I've got some, I got a bunch of, you know, going through uh, Exodus and Genesis, especially Exodus. Yeah. You know, God sure. hardening Pharaoh's heart and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, also, there's some. Ins I mean, there, I mean, it's all. I mean, you're gonna get verses everywhere, and you try not to pull them out of context. But there's some in Psalms that I'm like, oh wow, well there you go. There's God orchestrating things, His sovereignty over there in in this verse right here, and it's 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 been good for me too, just to kind of just you know read what read into what the Bible has to say about you know this topic. So yeah, it's been good. Well, next week sure. we're going to finish up the book of James, chapter three through five. Come on, come on in and educate everybody again if you want to. If you want to be in the hot seat, I'm not trying to educate. I am just <laughs> well, come on in. What I'm learning, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just talking about what I'm learning, what I see, what I'm reading. That, that's all we're doing too. We we'll so. all learn together. Let's go. You, you, you got right. an invite right. if you want to come in next week and. Uh, Tune in to next week's episode to see if we get rejected or not. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, Will right. the seat be empty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all, all right. know who said no to it. All right. All right. Thanks, Ty. We'll talk to you later, man. See you, man. Bye. There you go. Oh, man, Ty, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be a quick 30-second deal. He, he <laughs> said, let me go ahead and spit some Bible truth at you. <laughs> what were we talking about before I rudely interrupted? Yeah, you know, trials don't go away when, when we decide to... Follow Jesus and uh, temptation, evil desires and temptation don't leave either. If right. you're a new Christian, those same desires and temptations you faced before you were a Christian, you're going to face them afterwards. Um, but I think the difference there, though, is that now you have a support system. Now you yes. have other believers that are going to come mm -hmm. along beside you, and they know what you're going through. And you, I mean, I think some people also they don't want to open up and, and say those things. But mm -hmm. if you open up, you have a support system that can come alongside you and help you. And that's what makes you stronger yeah. based on that. Yeah. And I think verse 13, when it says, you know, 
let no one say he uh, when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. I think that's pretty strong language. Like, don't you dare say God is tempting you. Like, right. God cannot do that. He cannot be around evil, uh, and he would not bring evil on you like that. So don't you dare say, well, God is the one tempting me. Right. Right. It's pretty strong language. I think we talked about it in Job about, like, the tone and stuff we read into. Right. Like, (laughs) we have to kind of remember what was going on when James was writing this, Mm -hmm. people being kicked out of the country and all this stuff and being martyred. And, like, so they are... There's some emotion. There's some strife. There, these are real trials they're going through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lori and I talk about it all the time. Just what people that don't have this foundation, what do they lean on during like tough times, like when you have death or illnesses? I mean, what what do they cling to? I mean, it's kind of, I mean, kind of sad if you think about it that they just cling to just this world or what's in front of them and not not have yeah. this to. There's no hope to go to for yeah. encouragement and like you said, hope and it's just Yeah, I mean there's nothing there's nothing on the other on the end of the journey. Right. Yeah. It's like this is it. It just right. ends. Yeah. Like yeah, that's that is very depressing, really. Yeah. Why we should, you know, mm-hmm. spread the good news to everyone we can. And <clears throat> Ty said it too, but you know, this is talking about uh like we are lured and we're enticed by our own desire. We have mm-hmm. sin in our life. Like we have the desire to sin mm-hmm. yep. in us. Yep. Like even all the way back to the Garden of Eden, they, they had, Adam and Eve had that desire to sin. It, God didn't tempt them. To, God didn't make them eat of that fruit or anything. Like they had that already in them and they, mm-hmm. it's gotten yeah. worse since then, but that desire is in us, and it's it's uh, that's where we can be lured away. And we have the choice, you know. If it's you use the fishing analogy, the you're the fish, and you see the lure. It's gonna it it attracts you, but you still have the choice to bite that lure or turn and swim away. Yep. A lot of times we fail to turn and swim away. <laughs> it's that little sure. Nemo just sure. keep swimming. Just keep. Yeah, we, we we stopped. <laughs> just keep swimming. Another thing that chapter, uh, gosh, Ryan, that wasn't actually that wasn't me Verse. that kept on saying that. That was you that kept on saying. Was it him? I, I picked yeah. it up. Was it you? Okay, I, I might have said it a couple sorry. times, but I thought it was sorry. you that did I think it. somebody been. else Could've started been. it, but then I picked like I couldn't get away <laughs> from it. And I kept <laughs> yeah. doing it. Gotcha. My bad, Ryan. It's you, Daniel. Yeah, so I will take that too for sure. Verse 15, when it says, Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and when sin is fully grown, it gives birth to death. Just showing mm-hmm. you the the path that, and, but that comes along with that. That choice again of that, do we do we take it or not? You know, mm-hmm. Francis Chan, the video I was watching, he, he gave the example of um, a stillborn baby in these verses that you just read. That like comparing that to sin. So, like, you know, when you see it, it uh, a baby, you're pregnant, it's joyful, you're like, man, this is going to be the best thing ever, it's great. Uh, and then when it, when it go through all the labor pains and stuff and the baby is here, baby's stillborn, and it turns out to be the most hurtful thing ever in your mm. life. Yep. Like, that's the same thing for sin. It's all shiny looking and new. This is going to be great. It's going to change my life for the better. Mm. And then you do whatever sin it is, <laughs> and you're like, this is the worst thing ever mm. that I've ever felt. Why would I do that? Why did I do that? It, which is a very um, coarse or graphic description or example, but very much real at the same time because mm. sin yeah. does lead to death and it yeah. takes us away from God, which yep. is, I, I think that's the that's ultimate death, being apart from God yeah. Yeah. for eternity. Yeah. Verse number 19 gets into it a little bit. Uh, Know this, my brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Well, that's one of those Bible verses that I would love to give to somebody. Hey, man, 
be slow to slow to speak, slow to anger. I need to get that tattooed. But uh, right here, where I can read it all day long. <laughs> that's one we don't necessarily want to hear ourselves. Correct. It's like no. uh, that. That's a great verse for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Not stepping on toes or anything. Right? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. But uh, I mean, that's it's pretty strong language. Talking about our selfish beings, it's really difficult to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> just to just to think and that to pause and think or pause and be quiet before you before you speak because I was trying to think when back back in like an elementary school you learn like a cool phrase that that the teachers would tell you it's like there's a reason why you have only one mouth but two ears you <laughs> yeah. know yeah. you know you, you tw- yeah. listen twice as long as you speak mm-hmm. yeah yeah. See, they get it right from the Bible. <laughs> who knew? Who would have who thought? <laughs> but this, I mean, this has some pretty strong language in it as well for verse uh, 20. The yeah. anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Mm. Wow. I mean, when you look at what what do we get angry about? I'm Stupid stuff. I was going to say stuff. stupid like, stuff. Stuff that does yeah. not matter right. by and large, like a lot of examples. Uh, last week I told a big long story about me and my buddy Shane, and right. we were angry and hurt, but like the stuff we were angry about, looking back at it now, I was like, well, that was just dumb. Like how did it go from that stupid little insignificant right. thing to we couldn't even be in the same room or talk to each other? Like, right. It, it's crazy, and then looking, like when you read this verse, that anger does not produce the righteousness God wants or desires. <laughs> that that kind of hits in a whole different way when yeah. you say it like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because it's, it's very direct. Yeah. You know, there's no, well, no, not much interpretation left on that one. Yeah. I have this note. I don't remember exactly what I, what I was going to say, but, you know, saving our souls, we have that power to save our souls, to, to, to create that righteousness. Now, when I say we have the power to save our soul in our actions and the things we're mm-hmm. doing, we don't, we cannot save right. ourselves. Right. That's only through Jesus. But when we accept Jesus, we have the ability to follow him or not, to be an mm-hmm. imitator of Christ <clears throat> or not. And yes, we throw out all these excuses of it's hard and life is hard here. And there's so many things we have to do with but it's just excuses. We still have that choice, yeah. and we have the ability not to do those things because yeah. we're told we're not going to be tempted beyond what we can bear. Yeah. But, right. man, I feel so bad because so many times I choose <laughs> that wrong path. You know what I mean? You're not Guilty. the only one. Guilty. You're not the only one, sir. Slow down. Take things in. Don't express yourself so quickly. <laughs> There's a sports talk radio here in Nashville I listen to, and they – they have a saying, uh, one of the, the shows on there, uh, your, uh, your Twitter fingers or, or your social media is always hot. Basically, like your microphone is always on. Mm. And yeah. so like if you're going out on Twitter or, or Instagram or something and you're going with your first immediate response in the moment, probably don't want to do that. You probably want to don't push send, sit on that for a little while. Give it the 24 hour hour rule. I say at work come we back have, and look at yes. it. At work we have the email etiquette. Do yeah. you, you just just sit on that for a second and make sure that you're not <laughs> you're not being dumb real quick sending something out. Yep. Cuz once it's out, it it's ain't out. coming back. It's out. I mean, they got that recall button, but it don't yeah, work that fast. It, does, it don't yeah, work that fast. It doesn't. It does not. No. You can try it, but yeah. Just like sin, you might get lucky every once in a while, but it's going to come back and bite you in the butt at the end. <laughs> that that one email you really want to recall and you hit the re that's yeah. the time everyone is yeah. sitting on their computer <laughs> oh, and yeah. they read that immediately. <laughs> oh, absolutely. What does he have to say? Oh, okay. <laughs> He'll be getting a call. And then verse number 22, it kind of rolls on that same heavy train right there. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, <laughs> deceiving yourselves. So that, like, like we said, James is a heavy-hitting book, even though it's short. We're just giving you some highlights, but go back and spend some time in, in reading this in depth and, and praying through it, talking to God about it, because... Don't talk about it, be about it. <laughs> that's a good way to, to say it. 
deceiving mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. that sounds silly, but I was thinking about it getting ready for tonight, and I, I think we lie better to ourselves than anyone else. You're going you're gonna to lie to yourself to make it more pleasable to yourself. Oh, I can, I can do yeah. that. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But I think we do it without thinking about it. Like yeah. it's it's, it's all automa- nature. Our our brain tricks itself. It, our our own brain is tricking us a lot of times uh, and making things better than they seem, or or you know we're not as bad as what it seems, or something yeah. like that. Uh, you never you're you yourself. Sorry, Ron. No, no, you're, you're good. I was just like giving motiv- giving yourself motivation <clears throat> that might be even just wrong motivation. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're never gonna. You're not going to paint yourself in bad in a bad light, right? Yeah, to yourself. You're not going to do mm-hmm. that when we all should at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have to with be the, honest with ourselves, <clears throat> right? Yeah, and it, that, that's what makes it hard, right? Be doers of the words, not hearers only. If anyone, if anyone is a hearer of the word, that's kind of a hard word. Hearer, hearer. Of, of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. He looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he looks like. So that's the whole deceiving yourself kind of thing and not giving a true picture not of yourself, not being honest with yourself. Um, kind of like uh, if someone is um, trying to lose weight or, or you know something like that is like, hey, I want to get back in better shape. Like what we see in the mirror doesn't match – what, when we step on the scale, mm. you know, you're mm. like in in the mirror, you're like, man, I'm not that, I didn't put on that much weight. I'm good. I'm pretty good. Mm. I'm not as bad as I thought. I'm all right. And then you step on the scale and it's like, this thing's lying, man. I got to get this calibrated. I don't know what's up with it. These batteries are low or what? <laughs> Did you buy this on Amazon yeah. again? Yeah. You didn't buy the good one. <laughs> but it's like we, we, we you got it on the ourselves. carpet, right? Is that what it is? You got it on the carpet? <laughs> yeah. Not on the hard, not on the yeah. tile? No. I, yeah. No, I think I got it on the tile. I need to go put it on the carpet. Oh, yeah. back, I got it backwards. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this floor must be slanted. It's, it's not reading right. Something. Yeah. But uh, somebody got their foot on the back of this thing. I'm the only one in the house. What's happening? Oh, uh, he bought another one. I mean, we... Yeah. <laughs> This, is a throw this thing in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is way off. <laughs> but I mean, we lie to ourselves better mm. than we lie to other people a lot of times, yeah. and, and it's it's an unconscious act, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, it's but again, being intentional and taking that honest look at, at yourself, your actions, your thoughts, you can see the truth. It's just you have to be intentional with it. Yeah, which is totally crazy. That man, that. Those couple of verses right there, heavy yeah, hitters. They are. Spend some time on that one. Yeah. Because we're passing it right up now. Let's keep going. <laughs> but it's not all just doom and gloom. Verse 25, you're going to be blessed when you act on the word of God. The one who looks at into perfect law, law of liberty, and, per, and perseveres, being a hearer and a doer, he will be blessed in his doing. So it's not all doom and gloom. If you're honest right. and, uh, you you know, work on the things that need to be worked on, you're going to get rewarded. Then it gets back into another little warning here to wrap up chapter one. Uh, you know, kind of goes into a pure religion. What does, what do the actions, what should we be doing? What does God want to see in our actions? Right. Caring for widows, uh, caring for kids, you know, the, the orphans, um, people that are afflicted, all this stuff. Controlling and, your tongue. Controlling your tongue. And and <laughs> it doesn't matter what the world says, what the world view is. It's only God's view that counts, and his view does not change. But that's kind of a, a pure walk with God, a pure religion. Because religion on it, worldly religion is going to fail. Like it's going to fail you. It's not going to... Uh, Without a doubt. Do mm-hmm. You know, it's not walking the path of God. But uh, favoritism, anybody play favorites? Anybody ever played favorites? Mm -hmm. Chapter 2 starts off with some favoritism, gives a great example. Don't show partiality to to anyone. Um, It gives a a big uh, 
common example of someone coming to church. One's dressed mm-hmm. nice, one's not. You're going to give the one that's dressed nice an honorable seat and praise, but the one who's not dressed nice, you put in the in the back in the corner and sit here and be quiet kind of deal. As a society, we base a lot of things off of appearance and what we think is right and what not what we know it's right. For sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, verse number <clears throat> verse number four it talks about you know we're we're really becoming judges ourselves when we when Absolutely. we do yeah. and we judge people we judge mm-hmm. judge situations circumstances every and, day. Oh, it happens. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, we put values on on different things that really are all the same. So, like sin, you know, we we put values on different sins. This one's not <laughs> as bad as that one, and yeah. it's all the same. It's all sin. But yeah, and lots of people don't consider that's. The, the title of mine, uh, like you said, is the, the sin of favoritism. A lot of people don't consider that a, yeah. a sin. Yeah, and mine says sin of partiality. Mm-hmm. Sa- same well, word. I have, I yeah. Like yeah. Any kind of distinction-making word you want to put there, it, it's it's a sin. Favoritism, uh, you know, we, we show favoritism all the time. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter. The, the only real distinction should be God and man. Mm-hmm. And all men, men and women, all, all created the same. We are not different. Clothes, wealth, uh, circumstance, family living situation, like none of that matters. Mm-hmm. We're all on a level playing field. Yep. Yeah. And verses 6 through 9 talk about if you're showing partiality – you are committing a sin, it, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a big sin too. You know, it's yeah. not just like this example. It says you have dishonored that poor man that mm. came into the church, and the rich man is the one who oppresses you, <laughs> the one who takes you to to a jail, yeah. takes you to trial, puts you on trial, but you're trying to honor them, and they just turn yeah. around and, yeah. and and stab you in the back or treat you worse than you you treated them. I think one of the things that I'm going through right now, and y'all, I mean, your kids are older at the moment, so or are older, so you know this. You've already gone through this, and for you, like your kids are just a little older, that like, well, right on the same age. Mm-hmm. So I know my oldest right now. She thinks that we favorite Navy <laughs> all day, every day, because Navy's only ten months old, and it's not because we're favoriting to her. Or going more to her, it's because she she has to have that attention. Of she course. can't do things on her own. Yeah. So that's one of the difficult. Like that's the first thing that popped in my head when I started reading this this morning yeah. was just like, how to explain that to your your <laughs> six year old? Like I'm not showing favoritism. I'm showing what she has to have. You know, yeah. she has to have that attention. Yeah. So that's a great example, though. It is. But I think. It is, it I, is. I don't think this is true in your case, but some people I could see where that would be a trap for them. Like you do show favoritism to one kid or another, like if it's a boy yeah. versus girl or, yeah. or vice versa or something like that. Or Right. Uh, sometimes personalities. Personalities. As well. I mean, yeah. that's, a, yep. that's a big thing. Like if, if there's one parent that kind of <clears throat> gets along better with yeah. one kid versus another parent that might, then that will cause that. Mm-hmm division and right. favoritism i mean that will follow them all their all their lives and satan will use yeah. anything and everything he can yeah to, to make a fracture apart. in your life Absolutely. of anything especially yeah. the family because the family. that's what he doesn't yeah. want and to get you away from god and he'll, sure. he'll look for that yeah I- anywhere he can it's funny how you said about like braiding sins and everything but that verse 10 it's or whoever keeps the entire law and yet stumbles at one point is guilty of breaking it all. I think we're guilty of like, you know, well, at least I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. You know, I can steal <laughs> I, money. I only, I only stole a pack of guns. <laughs> right, I can steal money from work or steal whatever the case may be and just, but at least I didn't, at least I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. So so that person that killed somebody, they're worse off than I am. Right. Yeah. Right. They're going to pay more than I am. So. I'm not going to jail for right. what I did. Right. Like, right. So that's. I, I Yeah. I think we kind of need to act as if we're going to be judged by God. Yeah. Like if we kind of base our actions of, of, of that, and that's a maybe a crazy way to say that, but I mean, if we're basing our actions off of, I, 
I'm going to be accountable for what I do and what I say. Because we are. Because we are. <laughs> but if that's in the forefront of our mind, then yeah. maybe we change our actions. And, right. and once you change it for long enough, it's second nature. You're not going to be thinking about right. it like that. But if we're not where we should be, maybe that's how we should think about it. I'm, I'm going to be judged by what I do right now. Right. Let me think about what I'm going to do. And it goes <laughs> right. back to that slow to speak, slow to anger kind of thing, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Slow down, think about what's happening, yeah. think about what's important. Think Easier it, said than done. I say, think about it before you do it. Don't think about it after, because yeah. then you're like, well, too late now. <laughs> done did it. <laughs> so we're going to kind of wrap this up here with Chapter 2, wrap it up for the episode over the next couple minutes here. But this was a note uh, I had written down that, you know, we're dirty and covered in our sin, all the stuff we've been talking about and how we handle it. But, you know, God still saved us even though we were dirty, covered in sin, not worth it, you know, from a, a, a judgment standpoint. We were just as important. He mm. still loved us enough that he saved us from our filth. Right. Verse number 14, what good is it, my brothers? This is chapter 2, verse number 14. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? Talking versus doing. Mm. <laughs> that's a, a another touchy touchy one. It's a hard one. It's a, yeah. I can tell you everything you need to do. I don't want to do it myself, but I can tell you what to do. <laughs> monkey see, uh, monkey don't. I ain't yeah. doing it. You you do it. I what's, ain't. What's I, obviously I need to know the verse, but maybe y'all know what the verse is. The one about um, don't talk about the speck in my eye, but until you talk about the the, the rod or the plank. Or the you're plank in you're yours. talking about the speck in your brother's eye, but yes. you have a plank you have in a your yes. own eye. Do you know the verse? I, I, I hear it. I, I, I say it all the time. I hear it all the time, but <laughs> never. Matthew 7, 3. Matthew 7, 3. Yep. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? I have Luke 6, 41. Yeah, it's it's a multiple. It's in multiple spots. Yeah, multiple gospels. But yeah, Matthew seven uh, three. Matthew yeah. seven three. Why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye, but not notice the log that is in your own mm -hmm. eye? Yeah. Uh. How can you say to your brother, "Let me take the speck out of your eye" when there is a log in your eye? You hypocrite! <laughs> First, take the log out of your own eye, then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's mm -hmm. eye. That is uh, the words of Jesus being spoken right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's all throughout the Bible here because exactly. it's very common struggle that yeah. we all deal with from time to time, at least. Uh, right. I can see everything on that you're doing wrong. I mean, mm. I'm good. My bathroom <laughs> scale's broken, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of deal. So, verse number seventeen gets back into some more strong language. <laughs> Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So, you know, you can't just have knowledge of the Bible, be able to quote the Bible, be able to tell other people what they're doing wrong, but you don't go out and live that life by works. Works will not save you, uh, but it is a part of your faith to carry out those works, doing God's plan and, and helping others uh, however he is directing you to do that but you cannot sit on the sidelines because you're you're useless might might as well have no knowledge of the bible yeah. right because that was i mean because it goes in verse 19 it's in, i mean even even the demons have knowledge mm -hmm. and believe in god absolutely <laughs> and they shudder <laughs> they shudder at i mean that's uh their knowledge of him is such that i mean they are trembling All right we don't have that fear most of the time, right. that fear of God and being separated from God, mm. knowing his righteousness, that we're not following that. We don't have the same fear that the demons have of God, <laughs> which is crazy to imagine, <laughs> crazy to think about, right. that the yeah. demons fear God more than we do. Mm. We don't fear God, but we fear the demons. Yeah. <laughs> and then they wrap up, the, uh, wrap up the chapter here talking about, uh, you know, when you see a person, uh, verse 24, see a person is justified by works and not just by faith alone. They give a couple big examples here. 
Hmm. They're talking about Abraham right before that verse uh, and the faith he had, but he he showed his faith by the works he did. And then uh, James is like, don't think it's just these big holy people, the <laughs> pillars of our faith yeah. that mm. you've heard about. Because let me tell you about Rahab the prostitute. She mm. did the exact same thing. She mm. lived out her faith by the work she did. Mm. Her and Abraham are the same in that way. Mm. Yep. So this applies to everybody. <laughs> don't Don't get it twisted and think, well, I'm not Abraham. Right. I can't do what he did. Right. Yeah. It's the same for you too, buddy. Exactly. Yep. I'm not going to answer this. I don't think we're going to answer this, but we're going to put this out there for the listeners. If you think, think about it. Where are you in your uh, walk as far as being a doer of the word? Evaluate yourself. If you were to evaluate yourself, think about it. What did you do just this last week? Were you a doer of the word or not? And that's not to accuse or judge anyone, but just a reality check of yeah. we need to have that on our mind. Mm. You know, where I'm going to be judged by God for what I'm doing. Well, what am I doing? So how's the mm. last week been for you? Mm-hmm. If it's been great, keep that on. If it's <laughs> not been great, let's do something different this week. Right. Sure. And we're speaking to us, not to you, but oh, hey, yeah. it's for all <laughs> of oh, us. Yeah. So. That's it. That's the first half of James right there. And uh, very fast, very Mm. much just hitting some of the highlights and high points. You can spend a a week in each chapter and and have a full plate. So please go read this, study on it, pray about it, and uh, you're going to come away with a lot of uh, knowledge, a lot of things to work on, a lot of uh, great stuff out of the book of James. We're going to finish it up next week. So, Sounds good. You already know what we're doing next week. Go study up on that so you can right. follow along with us. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, verses uh, 3 through, or chapters 3 through 5. That, man, <laughs> held strong to the end. Held there strong you go. The Going over again. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back, James, chapters 3 through 5 next week. Yeah. Sorry, it's not going to you know be quite as long as the book of Job, but... <laughs> what we got got some other great topics on the way too but uh this this one it's a heavy hitter we i mean we we got to go quick or (laughs) or we'll get bogged down in a whole lot of stuff yeah man go back and and uh, glean some of this for your own life and your own walk and yeah you you will not go wrong so absolutely we love you god loves you more we hope you enjoyed this we hope you're back again next week see you then bible verse Oh yeah, man! Fano saving the day here. <laughs> so uh, let, let's uh, before I we close out, Fano's going to send us home there's... with a Bible verse. <laughs> I bet it's from the Book of James. It is from the Book of James. One that you that you wrote that I had circled that I that I looked at. It's uh, James one twenty five. It says, "But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it." And is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works. This person will be blessed in what he does. So just an amazing promise. Absolutely. uh, For us. So we still love you. God still loves you more. Come on back next week. We'll see you then. I should have waited longer. No, no, that was perfect time. That was perfect. I didn't want to cut you off. So good. He might not have to edit. Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.